0: Hi everybody! Welcome back to the Triforce Podcast. Guess what? We're one years old today. Yay. One years old. Yay. One years old. Woo-hoo. Hooray.
1: Woo-hoo.
0: Happy birthday, Happy birthday
1: to, to us! Happy birthday to us! Happy birthday to Triforce Podcast! Triforce Podcast! Happy birthday to! Us.
0: Awesome. Yeah! No. yeah. Woo. Wow! Woo-hoo. Wow! So that, you know
2: that means that means we did 37 podcasts. This is the 38th. Yeah, which means yeah. we missed 15 weeks worth of podcasts last year. That's I think pretty good. We've been pretty consistent. That's good. We've been
0: pre- good. yeah. We're gonna miss more too, right? Because like uh, we got trips coming up next week. Who's I'm away?
1: in Vancouver for oh for I'll miss two. We're gonna miss two podcasts. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. Already
0: off to a great start in 2017.
1: Uh, <laughs> I think yeah. I think
0: 37 ain't bad. ain't bad.
2: I think that's great. I mean, let's be honest when we started this, we weren't sure if people were going to like it and we just thought, Yeah,
0: that's 36 more than I thought we'd ever do, so.
1: Yeah, we still don't really know if people like it. Well, I guess I guess it's hard to sort of tell, isn't it? Because we don't, I don't really know. look at I see th- a
2: lot of positive stuff about it. A lot of people yeah, say that's true. a lot of really nice things and uh, it's nice. It's yeah. nice to have people listen to it and like it and say yeah. say nice things. So Maybe I, did, it's about I think time we should
1: give a shout out. Rename the channel to the triforce instead of you know, having
0: it called Yogpod. You know uh, how I always imagine people listening to our podcast? I'll do it now. I always um I always imagine um Dana from uh, Ghostbusters, you know, right. um Dana you know you know that you know that montage part where the Ghostbusters are like busting lots of ghosts <laughs> yeah. and like, and their ads are on TV and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. And like no Venkman job is, is no just like,
2: yeah. no fee is yeah. too big. Yeah. Yeah. And the
0: whole is? time, like, you know, Dana is like doing aerobics and then right. sometimes she's like cooking and like, and like she's laughing and having a good time and falling madly in love with Peter Vankman and stuff. Yeah. And I, I feel like everybody who's listening to our Triforce podcast every week is like that slowly falling in love with me specifically. Right. And, Doing various things, you know, like bleaching their cat's
2: anus hole
0: and, um, (laughs) you know, sometimes grooming bugs out of their hairy um, dad's back. Right. And, you know, just various things. But like, but doing this stuff but laughing at the same time. Yeah. I, I feel like we bring just so much pleasure to people out there. I, you know mm. what though, Not tooting it, my own horn or anything. If that's
2: true, Sips, that means that a lot of people's armchairs are going to have demon arms coming out of them and attacking them and sucking them into a fridge in very true. short space of time. So watch out, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, gents.
0: so if you if you live in a big high-rise apartment in New York and you have a funny funny little neighbor with glasses, you find that you're in a demon armchair at any point. Those are the signs that you need yeah. to watch out for. And if and every I time
2: would... you look up at the building, you hear the music, bam, bam, bam,
1: Yeah, yeah, you find got, a new place. You should
0: move. Yeah, mm. you should definitely move. So Sips is down. Yeah. down in Bristol. Oh yeah, we're on a road trip this road week. Road trip.
1: We walked. Uh, we walked in together.
0: Yeah. Uh, mm.
1: We chatted about his. I, of course, I saw him, and he was stood outside the hotel on the on the side on the side of the road, yeah. just looking gorgeous yeah oh just
0: for some context here i i haven't shaved or trimmed my disgusting beard in like three weeks nice but oh it's It's like hockey beard like playoff beard yeah yeah it's quite raggedy so i I
1: looked at him and i was like oh man he's looking real real dishy and then uh, i got closer and i thought oh my god actually it's a bit it's a bit out of control and then it's as i got closer i realized it's just basically a real bit of a mess so i was like I first of all I said you look good from a distance. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like That's you nice. need to get a, get a trimmer and trim trim that trim that down. Yeah. And then we got chatting about how um basically what is it your dad is a gorilla or something he's he's
0: pretty hairy yeah
1: yeah and then how when you get older hair starts growing in weird places yeah that you never thought would don't happen don't tell anyone the places I told you about though. Uh, no
0: it's re- re- remain a mystery a pu- for this. I thought
1: it was a puberty thing like you know when you get your puberty hair yeah. starts growing in strange no.
0: places yeah no but watch you, out nose hair becomes more of a deal and like ear hair as well the older you get yeah you start getting like the weird n- tufts. Notice, like old people when like old men when they're really old like 90 years old their ears are enormous like what's up with that why do your ears get so big in they, later they never life?
2: stop growing that's it your ears don't stop growing so you end up with big old old man ears i BF, think that's BFG true of, uh, i think that's true of men's ears anyway i don't know if it's true of yeah I, th- I
1: think it's it's
0: cartilage isn't it so cartilage always keeps well, growing women always have long hair so they can cover up their big ass ears but fucking men don't like it's the same reason why uh Older guys like us have bigger dicks. Yeah, my dick just, just constantly keep, keeps growing. Keeps growing. Uh, like I, a I snake. You know, like the older I get, too, the less I think about using my dick for like certain things. But it's bigger than ever. Yeah. So, like, maybe I should maybe I should reevaluate my game plan. What are
2: you thinking of doing with it? What were you going to use it for besides the obvious things?
0: Um.
1: Um. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I just want to swing it around I mean do you, do you look around the house and think what could I fix today and you think I wonder okay. if I could fit my dick in that and that a would be a bit fix of bread it.
1: stuck at the bottom
0: of the toaster <laughs> a lot of free time <laughs> that's a good one Careful, you up. Oh, uh, There's it. a bunch of gunge in the in the drain. <laughs> Maybe if I just shove my dick in there and t- see, get see some if suction I can going scoop it out.
1: <laughs> what are you doing, honey? <laughs> you in don't the, in
2: the bathtub. <laughs> oh, no, he's a drain fucker. He's
1: a drain fucker. <laughs> ah, shit. Uh, what's the common? Common, common thing you didn't excuse for. <laughs> He's a drain fucker. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So yeah. now I was like, you should get a, a beard trimmer and just go over your whole body. Just do do the whole thing. Get no, it all nice and even. do that. You can't do that. No. Well, why
2: not? Because you if you leave it if, if you trim it with like clippers, it doesn't get it all and you have stubble and that's really annoying and itchy and you get ingrown hairs. No, no, no,
1: you just trim it all down to like a stub, like, a, like two, two millimeters.
0: Yeah, I'm, not, I'm an old school man, <laughs> uh, Lewis. I'm not one of these like new millennial men who has to groom himself and stuff. I don't believe in it, okay? I don't mm-hmm. care about my nails and my cuticles. I don't give a fuck about my hair, really. You know, I don't give a shit about my beard. I I don't need to, like, wax my eyebrows or anything like that. I don't need a full body wax. What does Mrs. Sips think of this? Spray tan? She hates my beard. Yeah,
1: of course. What does she hate about it? The fact that it makes you look like a
0: terrible hobo? No, I think she just thinks that I look better clean shaven right like I, she i think she admires my my facial features i think it, some of them are hidden mm, by this beard so. but
1: sometimes it goes the other way right like sometimes she gets used to you having you with a beard and then when you shave the beard off she's like oh don't like it without the beard now you know i think it's her, her you know it can change she might her taste might change if you can make the beard stylish sips. if you can like you know groom yourself a bit and be slightly less like a the guy who's just crawled out of a sewer a skip. A dumpster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Skip <laughs> no.
2: skips. That's usually you change your name. What were skips. you doing
1: in there? I was fucking the dumpster. That's, <laughs> that's what happens. That's why with um, with Terps, I think, and his wife, because he he, um, he he she originally liked his like because he had that very thin line yes. beard, didn't he? Yes. Do you remember? And she really liked that. And then he grew it out what's into that a beard. Known as? And she hated what's, it.
0: What's what's the trade term for that? It's like a pencil beard.
1: Yeah, I guess
0: a pencil mustache. Remember Brian Ferry's pencil mustache? Yeah, no, but
2: that was part of his whole look, was not it? Like as a kind of a guy that looked like a grifter. yeah. I could go
0: for something like that, though. Do you think I could pull it no, off?
2: No, no, no.
1: I'd like no. to see it. Okay. No, don't. Do can it.
0: you? No, flax. Flax is like yeah. pretty adamant. Let's,
1: get you, a, like aurum, um, let's so. get you a let's get you a a set of clippers and we'll do it this afternoon.
0: We'll just see what see how it looks. Just clip it up. You can just do yeah, a video you know, where you down. you
2: give Sips a variety of beard styles using the clippers.
0: Well, you could do like a, a dare to compare, you know, like um, on those infomercials, they're like, you could wax your face or you could stick to the old method of hacking away with a razor blade. Look at the difference. And then you see the guy's face and like half of it is just like really gross and like cut yeah, up yeah. and stuff. And the other half is just like bald as a, bald as a baby because of this new fucking JML product. Like Do people like, the hairy people wax their whole bodies?
1: Like, I could imagine them, it would be a sure. bit, of, a, bit of an experience. I see
2: people, uh, you see a lot of people in pornography that have obviously waxed their entire body. Yeah, bodies.
0: well, that I mean, that brings me to the, like Lewis was saying today, we were talking about this on the way in. He was talking about having a full body wax. and We Lewis were right said, in the middle of this and the Yognor bumped into us and was like, oh my God, it's you guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was <laughs> we had a chat with, too, yeah. with him. We, we chatted to, We didn't tell him about the body no, stuff, though. We were the we, flow and we just sort of stopped. yeah. But um, I but then when we resumed, he Lewis sort of made the comment that a lot of you know, if you're getting rid of your body hair, it's for sexual reasons. It's a sex thing, right? It's a sex M- most thing. People. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if it is though. Well, sometimes. That Pflex
1: just jumps to porn straight away about
0: it. Yeah, I know. Like that's your first protocol. But like, I think some sometimes, like you know, like a like a woman isn't isn't bleaching and waxing her mustache for as a sex thing. I think that's just more of like a. I don't want to have a mustache thing. Yeah. I wouldn't relate that necessarily to a sex thing. Well, well there's like a
1: level of personal grooming but the,
2: that I, you I do think for yourself. As well, we're kind of look Like, I think men men groom themselves, and this is obviously going to be another comment-worthy <laughs> stereotype or whatever, but I think men generally groom themselves and look after themselves to attract women, but women tend to groom themselves and do all that kind of stuff partly to attract men, but also because other women are extremely judgmental about how women They like, do it look. to
1: feel good about themselves, though, too, uh, right? It's true, but
2: I I know for a fact that women look at other women's outfits a lot more than men look at women's outfits.
1: Here's a question for you, P-Flags. Yeah. Is it normal for a woman to shave her arms? Normal in what culture, Lewis? Is that just? Is yeah,
0: that, that's, is this is this. This is the cultural <laughs> thing. Like, I think some people. I think if you're from, like, say, the Mediterranean, you're gonna you're gonna have like darker hair, right? Is that? I mean, shaving legs, sure, that's very accepted. Okay, very very. Yeah, but some people have common. hairy arms that they and they want to shave their do, arms. Do you mean arms? Like, I, assuming, that, I feel, I feel
1: not their underarms.
2: You mean like their arms?
0: Actual arms, yeah, arms. Yeah, yeah. Four, oh, arms. I don't, I don't like think like that. Arms, I, I, yeah. I
2: don't think I've ever
1: seen that. Do women do that? <laughs> well, exactly. Oh, man, some women do, that. I was though. asking Zips about this. It does seem unusual.
0: Yeah, well, it, But then yeah, again, if it, you're doing might, the legs like, and the
1: underarms anyway, it's not that much harder just to I do the I think if you arms. have,
0: like, dark, really dark hair. You know, like, some, like some, some women you see, they have, like, really dark hair, but they have really dark eyebrows. They have, like, darker eyes and stuff. And then... If you look up close, yeah, they're gonna have like more visible arm hair yeah. in some cases, and maybe like a little bit of a mustache but as well. I don't think that's
1: one of the things that's
0: frowned upon. Kind of is it? Like, how can you frown on think, How can
1: you
2: frown upon that? Like women's arms—they're not hairy like a man's hairy arms. It's like light hair, you know. Even if it's dark, yeah. it's not bushy. Is they don't look no, like no, but Popeye. you can. It
0: is more noticeable, and maybe that's why they do it. I don't think it, but I don't like, think it bothers. They don't want, anybody. They just want to have bald arms.
2: Is anybody bothered by it? Like, is, is, has that's anyone just, ever said she's beautiful, but fucking... eh, her arms have a very faint downy hair on them? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I okay, good. I'm glad you're with me on that. I thought that was a little bit. I think unusual. that would bug me a little bit. I, I would, I would definitely notice. I would think I would be like, you know what, fucking. You ever consider waxing your arms? Like <laughs> fucking hairy as hell. Like hairier than mine. <laughs> She'll be really self-conscious about her arms, Dead Sips. She can't I do that. Did you like, tell him
1: to go fuck himself? You yeah. got the way you've got shut up, P-Flex! The way you've got to do it, okay, is is gent- gently like, oh she's got very smooth arms. You know, like pointing
0: at like a model oh, in a you're magazine. Awful. Kind of thing. You're such
2: an awful person, Lewis. No, no, you're that's so not relieved. how you do it.
0: That's not how you do it, Lewis. When you're being intimate. You're like in the mid- in the throes of passion, then you go like, ah, oh, oh, God, I got it. like, oh, sorry, sorry, and it says, what's wrong? What's wrong? Oh, look, I got like some some rug burn or something on on my on my inner arm. It's a, I don't know how that's happened. Weird, huh? What's where <laughs> oh did this goodness. rug burn come from?
1: I'm getting these I've got these strange downy hairs yeah, in my, my right. teeth
0: from <laughs> kissing your arm. <laughs> I'm just kissing your arm and I've got. <laughs> hang on, there's a <laughs> hair wrapped around my tongue. That's an apple
1: you guys are awful (laughs) (laughs) there's nothing nothing like getting them in the mood i I think
2: you know one thing you could do if you wanted to get it subtly across but make out like it wasn't a problem for you is when you're having sex with a woman with hairy arms, you say, So yeah, you fucking take it, you hairy bitch. To see, if she, <laughs> to
0: see if she stops you. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you no, mean, no, hairy? No, like, bitch? What are you no it's about? it's it's like that, it's like that classic, you know, when you say the like the wrong oh, the wrong name during sex, you know, like you're having sex with Rhonda and then you're like, oh Pamela or whatever. Go but instead you go guys. like oh, hairy arms. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking
1: hair. Hairy, what
0: did you call me Harry? <laughs> my arms are... I got, oh, <laughs> hang on a second. I'll be back in a minute. I got to go get my feet.
1: Oh, my goodness. Oh, my Jesus. God. So, yeah,
0: like that's the thing that you ladies now need to be paranoid about no, for no reason. Nah, you don't. Man, uh, nobody minds a bit of hair. Like look back in the 80s. Like, yeah. you know, when when there was nudity on TV in the 80s or whatever, like people were hairy as fuck. You know, like I'm not even talking about like... Uh, a quaint bush. I'm talking about a sprawling yeah, megalopolis like a of a bush that like connects up to like the fucking <laughs> hips and stuff <laughs> like. Mice. And nobody gave a shit. Like that was just, you know, this is this is before the days of of, you know, excessive personal grooming, right? Mm. So it's like everybody was just like I'm hairy, you're hairy. Let's get it on. Yeah. I, that's you know true. what I, there was I blame a lot, a lot more. of this
2: uh, I'll blame a lot of this stuff on celebrity culture coming out of mainly out of Hollywood, if you think about all this kind of stuff like colonic irrigation, obsessive Mm. hair removal, uh, obsessive body sculpting, butthole bleaching, (laughs) it all comes around from people who are so rich (laughs) and so beautiful that they look at themselves and they think, what tiny imperfection am I willing to spend a fortune correcting? Yeah, yeah. And finally, it comes down to Damn, you know my butthole isn't peachy white like it should be, and I think yeah. that is the final fucking it's threshold. It's not
0: puckered up like a can. What so... next? What
2: what is what is the next? I mean, we've had. Can we do teeth, a beehole tuck? Tongue, tongue scraping was one that I didn't think would ever happen. Like it, it never ends. Eyeball correcting. What, what, I'm oh, what's to think that what you to get do. the
0: white stuff off your tongue? Yeah, but it's there yeah, because
2: you've been you eating should... and drinking, and now people are scraping their tongues. Oh my god, it's
1: fucking nuts. You're not wrong, P. Flex. Like, oh my god, there's such a long list. You've got to like. You've got to exfoliate and cleanse and scrape your tongue. You've got to, like, whiten your teeth and... Trim your nails and fucking file them with a special thing. You've got to like rub stupid fucking vitamin D stuff into your hands. You've got to use hand cream. You've got to like, oh my God, it's so much. You have to go to the gym you and you have to have eat to. properly. That's and you thing, have to kids. take the supplements. No, Lewis, Lewis is, like, this is, oh, Lewis is describing me. his life it's right going now. Like, <laughs> it's, it's cr- no, but you, I, I, totally, I totally see where you're coming from. like P-flex. But there is there is like a plastic surgery thing that men are doing that's quite popular right now. And yeah. it's a scrotal lift, right? Okay. So, right. It's like what, so
0: it doesn't hang down as yeah, much yeah, yeah, yeah. like a cow's like, udder?
1: It's not so attractive to have a big old dangly sack going on. So uh, I
0: like, disagree, man. My fucking sack is so big like, and <laughs> so droopy. Is it like, well, I'm like I'm Santa's it.
2: sack at the end of the Christmas Eve when he's de- he's delivered almost all the toys? <laughs> Just a couple <laughs> of toys empty... left in the bottom of the sack. <laughs> <laughs> What I want to know is, can you get scrotal smoothing so it's perfectly sheer like a like a globe? Like a perfect globe? Yeah,
0: no, I, yeah, because it's kind of like, because your your sack is like a bit bumpy and stuff, It's a isn't wrinkled it? and, like, and hairy. It's a wrinkled up and like hairy and, and whatever. Can we get I mean, it? I guess guys like shave their balls. I would never. No, Jesus. Personally, I'd be way too scared to have a sharp object that well, close to my balls.
1: Well, whoa, 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 whoa. First of all it's not actually that difficult to shave your balls. Secondly, <laughs> the, there's like, there's like, there's like two f- stages of, of like, because basically the whole point of, of your ball sack, I feel like I should educate you, is because your, your balls are supposed to be kept at like yeah, a Yeah, no, a we know why that is. Yeah, yeah. Right? And so there's two, there's two different, like there's, there's saggy, saggy normal balls. <laughs> right. And there's this, like, when it's cold. There's room, you know, room temperature yeah, like, balls. Yeah, like, like, like
0: wrinkled prune balls. That yeah. D- Retreating there's, there's balls. There's those, those what two happens stages? if you
2: go into really warm water? Because I always feel like my scrotum gets bigger in warm water. Like, my balls are desperately trying to find a way out. And there's no way out. So my script like, at the, it's at the limit of its escape possibilities. It's like that's it. We've yeah. gone as far as we can. Every man for himself. But at that point, your balls are in full panic mode, and they just shut
1: down. Oh man. Yeah, and you you're yeah. It just your sack just yeah. becomes this empty Sainsbury's bag blowing in the wind kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> I know yeah. what you mean. Like when it's cold, obviously there's a
2: retreat inside the igloo. Like they, you know, it hides, the, the balls hide inside your body. They're like, oh, it's so cold. Let's huddle together for warmth. And you think yeah, that's cool. Okay. Like, they've got that down. But when it's really yeah, hot, they know how to do that. I think, you know, yeah, your poor balls. I guess are that's probably
1: thinking- because, you know, yeah, We're just not born for it. We're not, we're not this climate. You know, know
0: if you have like a really, really hot shower, have you guys ever had, or a hot bath? You've had a hot bath, but it's too hot. Yeah. And when you get out of the bath, you're like sweating a lot and stuff. My balls are literally dragging on the ground at that point. Like they're, they're so fucking loose and like warm and stuff. This
1: is, this is where we've been. This is, we've each said exactly that in the last, yeah, we've described
0: our balls. Well, but shall we just carry well, on? I'm welcome to it. the
2: Triforce Ballcast. This is where we <laughs> yeah, all oh this is another one.
0: Every once in a while, we just go off on these big ball and dick tangents. But you know and what's this is nice definitely it, one guys, of those times.
2: It's a topic... That we actually have a good understanding of. Like we really yeah, do. <laughs> Nobody's ever
0: gonna really <laughs> say that. Oh, <clears throat> oh period is uh, so. Actually, wrong. You guys are wrong. Mm. Me and my buddies at high school, we shave our balls every day and we have sex with each other. So <laughs> nice try, try force. Fucking <laughs> get with the times.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> oh shit. Well, good good for you guys. No, Shaving your balls, just, it's a thing. You
0: can do don't it. Don't do it. You, well, no one want. cares. Don't, 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 don't shave your balls. Don't, no one Man, cares. who's looking at your balls yeah. anyway? who cares? Like,
2: We've talked about this before. It's the forgotten part of the male anatomy. No one gives a shit. Yeah. yeah. No woman out there is saying, fucking, look at the balls on that bastard. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you
1: never know. I though. don't know. I don't
0: know. Some women like it. If a- you're
2: a lady into balls, let us know. I'd love to know. Why, Why not, but like right you know, in. like
0: in the seventies, you know, you see the footage of like um, you know, Led Zeppelin and stuff, and Robert Plant wore pants that were right. much too small and too tight. And the bulge, like it was a thing oh, back. Yeah, yeah. Then, definitely in the 70s, where like, you know, kinda like it was like a thing that guys did. Like they wanted to show off their bulge. And like, I don't know, a man's bulge is just not very nice. Is it's it's a very just, specific it's just like shape. A weird fucking you know, bulge. It's yeah. If he didn't have the bulge, though, it would look weird. It would. Yeah, it would, it would be look just, really weird. It would weird, just look like weird. you have a banana in your. I, pants. I think. Yeah.
2: Uh, I think. Obviously, that there's the hint of something there. You know what I mean? It's like it's not like a pair of boobs. Like boobs are almost impossible to hide. They're. they're it's big. Like if you compare, yeah, they're nice to look at too. Why like, would they're you both try to the hide the them? Size, right, exactly. Like, but what I'm saying is, even even if you wanted to wear the biggest wooliest jumper possible, it's still very obvious if a woman has has big boobs, yeah. right? But, I mean, yeah. you, a guy can wear just, just slightly baggy trousers. And unless he's packing a fucking cannon down there, you know, it, yeah. you're not really going to know. You're going to know there's something in there because he's got, like, just that little zip is all that's separating you from what you seek. But instead, with a pair of boobs, you can't even hide them. You can't. You, yeah, they're, they're right they fucking big. there. So I do feel, uh, you know, feel bad for ladies that perhaps don't want their massive knockers, their ma- massive glorious orbs on show. Tough, we can see mm, them and yeah. we appreciate it. I think,
1: we're, interestingly, like I think I was thinking about this the other day, but we're at this stage where um, it's coming to the end of sort of winter, starting to be spring again. Yep. And it's been a very long time since anyone out in public has seen any skin Banks, right? I can't wait. at all, or boobs. And so, when you see a bit, it's kind of shocking. Like when we saw, when I watched the Hat Films shipping and receiving video with Trots in the shower, it was a bit. It was a bit like, oh my god, that's too much. But I think <laughs> if I'd seen that at the end of summer, after you walk down the high street and there's like just naked <clears throat> men, all, all like, uh, topless men everywhere, yeah. you know, walking around, in it brings the summertime. Right. All of these tattooed. Hairy backed men, they just just walking around with their shirts off. And women just wearing wearing bikinis, just like all these beautiful women have just come out of nowhere. Yeah. I mean you know it's okay. amazing. It's a different world. It it's is a, it's
2: like wow. It's the best thing about summer, honestly, is seeing all the, the these wonderful, beautiful people If I'd seen
1: that Hatfield's Valentine's movie at the end of summer. I wouldn't have batted an eyelid, probably, about Trot making. Yeah, I'm it now, in the winter. I know what you mean. I'm like, bloody hell! I haven't seen a nipple for fucking like you know, ages. Put a it scarf like... on
2: or something, would you? You fucking free <laughs> I guess it's, it's
1: not so much a nipple, but a nipple of someone I know. I guess. <laughs> Do you <laughs> know what I mean? Like a known a nipple. Sense? Yeah, like a a little. I don't know. There's something a little bit a little bit. Did you more get a, a frisson, frisson of excitement
2: ran through you? Yeah, didn't? about ooh, maybe. Oh, a nipple! Yeah, a did. nipple of
1: someone I know. Of someone I know, yeah. Mm. It's like a little bit secret, mm. you know, a little bit special. <laughs> would you um would you take part in like a uh, calendar, a Yogscast swimsuit calendar, if we did one? Right. It would be tastefully done. It would be like the Candy Girls candy. Do you remember where yeah, they the did the Candy Girls? And, ca- yeah. yeah. So you get basi- like a proper photographer in and- Yeah, and then you have two big jugs of milk and you kind of, you know, you hide behind those, you know, tastefully. I would like, need that like Austin a Austin Powers movie at I the need start. I need that. Do you remember that? Yeah. Um, um so I think it would be you, people know what I mean that, that that big scene where he's naked but you know he's kind oh, of got yeah, like yeah, a big yeah, yeah, yeah. He bowl holds of fruit in front of him in front, yeah 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 so we'd have to we could do it like that pflax so you could decide how much you want to Wait, show Well, you want me to get
2: naked for a calendar dude
1: no one's buying that shit I'm not I'm not suggesting i'm not asking you to do it i'm just wondering whether you would be up for it i don't know we are we that
0: hard up yeah (laughs) 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 no for charity or something for fun like is it what what's not working like can we instead of doing that can we just like do something else better to make more money and then we wouldn't have to do this i'm just wondering because i think certain people would be
1: very up for showing off their pecs and stuff like 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 stripping stripping and trot and and shin's got a good old bod on it yeah
0: but stripping's not even he's left us though like what we We'd still do a calendar with them. Well, I'd p- maybe not. Terps would be up for it, getting his getting his
1: guns big, out. Big old dad Smithy, out. Smithy, he's got a good old bod on him. Yeah. You know, so I'm thinking like already there's like five or six. Yeah. You know. But um, what about women though? We don't have any women here. Your cast So they've all left. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just it would be a male. It'll be it would be something that would go It'd up. be A in, real real sausage party. Do you remember back in like a garage, a CD, like a local illegal garage yeah. they would be they'd have can, a sexy girl yeah, character yeah, on the yeah. wall right yeah. and I, I assume they still ha- that still is a thing
0: I, I think normal garages do as well like it's it's okay. a very male occupied space isn't it so yeah
1: is that still a thing that you can get away with in like a modern uh, I'm sure you can, garage yeah.
0: environment you might have to like put it in a locker or something instead right. of just being like out in the open. makes yeah. it used to just be out in the, you know, in the open, in the main I mean, sort of it, office area. Like the, there's still like page Hot three tape and counter. stuff like that. You know, people... Is it as common or is it like dying?
1: Is, uh, are they like more explicit now? Or I think they it just, depends it, on who you're working with. Like if you're...
0: Yeah. It's
1: it's
2: like anything. If, if, you're, if you have a shop and you're expecting... If you're the
0: janitor at a women's refuge, like maybe that's not... <laughs> Right, totally acceptable. <laughs> yeah, I see. Probably
2: not. But, but. yeah, if you, you know, geez, I've been to mechanics. It's mostly guys that work in these places. All the mechanics yeah. around here I've been to, it's all a bunch of young guys working in there. They're stuck around stinky men all day. Christ, let them yeah. have a fucking calendar or some women. Jesus, is that really such a problem? I, I, I don't think no. there's an issue with no, it. No, I mean, I'm, I'm not so, trying
1: yeah. to shut it down. I'm just saying that oh, I don't know if people are still doing it these days. Who's going to yeah. march oh, in there? You're
2: going to tell the mechanic, the guy who's got your car? you shouldn't have that counter that's offensive he's going to like oh really well guess what your gearbox just fell off like no he, he can have the counter <laughs> he's holding <laughs> you ransom he's got your precious car he can have whatever counter he wants up there it's just people in swimsuits for christ's sake if he was hanging a razzle pile up centerfold in the middle there and there's just you know uh, it's all going on then fair enough you might say oh, that's no, a little bit yeah. mostly
1: the tits were out when yeah. i yeah but that's like page them. 3 Okay.
2: You can you can buy that in a fucking newsagent. It's
1: not
0: top shelf. That's bottom
1: shelf. But would you cut a page three out and stick it on the wall in your garage? No.
0: Yeah. No, just in my. Some people will. I'll tell you one thing that you 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 barely ever see, if if ever, is you go into a a mechanic's shop and you look over where you expect to see the the pinup calendar hanging and there is a calendar there but it's like half-naked firefighters
2: (laughs) that would be something could you imagine
0: right okay you never really see that yeah maybe they maybe
1: they've recruited some you know young female fire uh, not uh, mechanics and they're running the shop shop now i
2: guarantee you if they do the the women will be saying yeah you can hang your calendar but we want to hang our calendar and i reckon the guys would be like it's it's not worth it they
0: got the diet coke guy calendar (laughs) up in there all right, but you we know, get to have a fireman with fucking calendar. window cleaning with it, without his shirt on and I'm stuff. just saying, I
1: think people would, 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 would like to see a bit of P-Flex and Sips and, no, and Taps
0: Dad dad. I don't know action. if they do, Lewis. I, oh, think, I feel like maybe you're reading the market wrong on this okay. one. Okay, well, I might be. I mean, we, we do a podcast every week where nobody can see us, and there's a good reason for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Just because you go
2: to the fucking gym now, you can't just suddenly say, Hey guys, I'll be going to the gym for a week. Let's go. Let's get him out. Woo! Look at my guns. Woohoo! Woo. Maybe give it six months, Lewis, and when you're fucking huge, then you can push this again. Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: Sure. How about, what do you? So I'll come back. Is, to it. is your personal trainer going to like put you on some sort of like protein diet or something to like do some weight gain? Because like, if you're trying to bulk up, no offense, but like, <laughs> yeah, I know you saw you. You literally saw me today. Yes. Yeah. I realize. I realize I am as skinny as ever. Like you look like you've spent like. The best part of eight years like in a Viet Cong prison. So <laughs> building a railway. Yeah. So like I don't know. Does he have any plans to like just put you on a, a pasta diet or something to help you fucking build up some mass or what? Is that how it works? I don't know, Sips. Look,
1: I I'm not I'm not thinking about being in it, but I was just I I was so it was a thing that was um posted on the Reddit for a while and and everyone was keen to see us embarrass ourselves. And I just wondered whether because, you know, it can be done tastefully, guys. Like, you know, it doesn't have to be, like, full nude. You don't have to, like, get your fucking dick
0: out. I know, but that. at the same time, I don't need to take my clothes off to embarrass myself. I'm perfectly capable on a daily basis of embarrassing myself in, in numerous other ways, fun and inventive ways. So. I get it. All right. Well, listen, I'll, I'll table that for, for discussion in, in future. Yeah, t- tabled. Holy shit.
1: Nice. Oh, my God. So have you guys done anything good this week? Anything fun? Anything, anything I went to uh, my
2: kids' assembly. She had assembly this morning. That's why I was, I was uh, obviously we recorded a little late. Um, so she is five and you know, they're adorable at that age. And she, they, they had this little assembly planned and we had to go in there cause it's mother's day and, and spring is coming. So they had all these little songs that they'd prepared and, all, nice. They all have to have a little line. They have to come up to the microphone. and They're like, "Spring is my favourite season because of the, <laughs> the, the the flowers and the birds come out to play." Yeah, yeah, yeah and everybody <laughs> like that. So they they all get a turn to do that. Um, and there was this one dad who obviously felt that he had this like terrific relationship with the teacher because he thought that the assembly wasn't like a one-way thing like there was some kind of fucking audience interaction so the guy's constantly chipping in with these funny comments and like making having jokes the teacher he had a really loud "Ah, kind of laugh after all his jokes and i just thought would you shut the fuck up like i wanted to say to him i wanted to tap him on the shoulder and say excuse me sir this is not some kind of Brechtian, you know, fourth wall is gone, audience interaction shit. Just shut the fuck up and let us hear our kids sing the songs. If you want to have a little joke with the teacher, have a little joke with the teacher on your own time. I'm trying to record my kid singing her song, holding up a picture she did of her mum, and you are not fucking helping. But I didn't say that. I just tutted <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs>
0: No, but people like that <laughs> people like that drive me nuts though because <laughs> you 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 you're sitting there and they're like I like how you're informing him now by yeah. the media. The if podcast. you're listening, fuck you. You know, like people that do that kind of shit and they're all like really overly like like loved up with their kids and stuff. And you just think what what are you trying to fucking prove here? Yeah. What you love your kids more than I love mine? Like yeah. fucking get a life, you fucking idiot. Yeah. Like he probably goes home and fucking ignores his kids. Yeah. And then wait, the minute he's out in public, all of a sudden, fucking dad of the year is turned on. He's probably a murderer like, as fucking, well. He's a fucking Joe, murderer. Yeah, he probably fucking is. He probably fucking is. These people are the worst. Like, you know, he's probably just going to have a fucking breakdown in a couple of years. <laughs> like, just trying to leave, lead this double life. Yep. Meanwhile, the rest of us normal people who don't feel the need to get up and fucking interact with the children's assembly are just going to be regular old fucking, you know, burnt out husks of people. Well, that went. Um, no, that wasn't not, the direction not, I not, thought that would take. I thought you were going to say... Having, not having a big, big, like, breakdown. We of, won't like, make a big deal s- about it, is the thing, right? Yeah. But
2: the, he he was one of those guys, like, he had... Obviously, I was like, I go to pick up my kids and I see the teacher. And I think, all right, maybe he knows the teacher. But he's one of those guys, and you see these people. He seems to know everybody a little bit. But his interactions yeah. with each of them is so over the top that you'd think that they'd literally just come from some amazing party or they'd all just been on holiday together and I hadn't been invited and they have some kind of crazy good relationship with everybody. And he's like, hey, all right, how's it going? And I listen in on what they're saying (laughs) and it's nothing. It's just like empty talk. It's like the one thing that he can remember about his previous interaction with these people is for some reason, the funniest thing and he brings it up again and laughs his head off. I'm trying to put, I'm trying to give you an example, but it would be something like, you know, let's say, so some very teeny tiny embarrassing thing had happened, like someone had had worn odd socks, say, and he'd noticed it. So the next time he sees him, he'll be like, you got those old songs on socks on today? And they'll be like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like that. Like that's the funniest fucking... Like, I'm out. Peace, everybody. Thanks for watching. I'll be here tomorrow <laughs> uh, to pick up my fucking again. That's such an officey
0: again. thing as well, isn't it? Like, to pick up on something stupid like that and just mention it every day. Oh, God. No, so he's like that fuck.
2: guy, but but in assembly. So, But other than that, the assembly was great.
1: I give it so, well, eight you, out of do ten. Do you know what? I think Sips's point was that, you know, maybe by not Calling him up on it and not like actually, you know, taking him down a peg. You've stopped that family, that murderer, from just going loose. You know, for an, you put it off. Yeah, if you for another year. Maybe, yeah,
0: because the you thing know? is, like, if you if you break, if him you down, triggered him, yeah. if you trigger him, he'll then, go home and take it out on the kids. Oh yeah, yeah, of God, course no, no, yeah. no, no. So, I'm sure. So look,
2: I'm sure he's a great dad. I'm just I'm just saying, I, I wish sometimes I wasn't a cynical, hateful person who was annoyed by very simple social interactions with other people. Like, I wish that I could just be that kind of person who could just go and just be a nice person, but I can't do it. When someone is having a boring conversation with me, I just tune out. My do- my eldest daughter does the same thing. Yeah. If she's not interested. She stops listening. That's it. I'm just, that's it. I'm tuning out. I'm still going to smile and nod, but I'm just not here. I just can't help it. Yeah. I wish I was a normal person. I mean, this person. is us
1: for like three quarters of this podcast. We don't really listen to each other. <laughs> mm. Most people just wait for the gaps No, no,
2: I, I, in we, a conversation listen, to say we listen. what I want to say. We, we react to very period. strongly to everything that we say. Like if you I'm say right. you told yes. the gym guy that you <laughs> had a sore throat because you've been sucking so many dicks, that stuck in my mind. I remember you saying that. And that was definitely... Yeah,
0: that, that was alarm bells for me, really. <laughs> That's when I realized that, like, hang on. Like, you know, <laughs> is, you read about this kind of stuff. This is not it's a like, normal guy. It's like, it's not a midlife crisis. It's <laughs> like, it's like, you know, sometimes it's like, go. They, it goes undiagnosed, but like you can get like early onset dementia <laughs> and people start <laughs> acting like this. You know, they start sort of like, um, you know, almost like lashing out a bit or like, you know. They'll they'll be like happily married and but they'll they'll maintain a Tinder profile and date and stuff, you know, and people are like, Oh fuck, he must just be having like a really crazy midlife crisis. and then two years later he's like completely full on dementia and he's only like twenty five years old. You know what I mean? Like yeah. So maybe that's coming, Lewis. I'm just saying.
1: Well yeah, it's let's this hope not. Let's this hope not. Yeah. 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 It'd be good I'm... if
0: that wasn't the case. But do you feel like a bit funny? Like do you feel like forgetful or you know, sometimes you, you go home, but, like, you're trying to open the front door and the key doesn't work, and you realize you're not at home. You're at somebody else's house. God. You're at the house that you lived in five years ago. And you're, like, going in the backyard going, Mr. Fluffers, are you back here? Are you back here? <laughs> Mr. Fluffers. Cat's been dead for, like, 15 <laughs> you years. You find the grave. Mr. Fluffers? <laughs> We're like, what? Where are you? Uh, that
2: reminds me. Do you remember yeah. that there was that? I, I still have yet to, to figure out if it was just a internet rumor or if it was true that the guy what was his name what was the guy that wrote Garfield was it John Harris or something what was no his name? it
0: was um Jim Davidson Jim Davidson so G- Jim, Jim Davidson I think it was Davison, Jim Davis think, wasn't yeah. it just Jim Davis Jim Davis yeah, yeah, yeah. Jim, Dave, something like that. Yeah, yeah. All right, so Jim, Jim, Jim Dave. Jim Davis. Yeah, yeah. So it's Jim.
2: The, if you look at the the very sort of there, there, he wrote these very dark versions of Garfield, where Garfield, which <laughs> that Odie and John and all that had died or had left him, and he was just abandoned in the house, and all it was was this unbelievably bleak. Like it was drawn just like Garfield. I'm sure it wasn't real.
0: Hey, Odie, you want some lasagna? There's no, there's no one there. It's just dark.
2: There's no one else there. He's just alone (laughs) in the house, like this hungry, scared cat who's just sleeping in this corner this dark corner with all cobwebs and everything it was like a series of them and i'm sure it was bullshit but i remember thinking it would have been an amazing sign off to the abysmal garfield series if actually jim davis was like do you know what i've been fucking with you the whole time if now you've got to reread all the garfields there's a whole second level a third level going on there
0: oh hey do you remember remember the far side yeah remember remember those comp fuck those were so good they they were like they used to get one in the paper like every day and they were so fucking funny I'm looking
2: up the Garfield thing and it's true it did happen you can look it up
0: Whoa. if you look up
1: Garfield
2: it's it's on the Comic Alliance website the scariest comic of all time is a Garfield story from 1989 that's what the title of the story is by Chris Sims from 2014 and it's real and it, it was it was, uh, it was published and it, it ends with him Clearly hallucinating that uh, that everything is real, and he's just living in a dilapidated house. And the the final panel says, "Locked fast within a time when he no longer exists." Garfield grapples with his greatest fear, loneliness. That's the end of the fucking panel. And then it, and oh, then it goes shit. on, and uh, he just denies everything and carries on living his life. But uh, yeah, he just imagines that everything's all right. That's how. It, and then just Garfield just carries on as if nothing happened.
1: Fuck! Is it like, did Jim Davis just go through some sort of weird I, midlife crisis? I just think no, you... <laughs> it's one. It's
0: one of those things when you when you started to when the when waxing his balls. When you've done something, because like you know you gotta you gotta appreciate that calendar. Jim Davis would have would have created countless cartoon characters and tried to get his comic strips shown in in papers and stuff like that. You know, it's the same with like Walt Disney, like all all these like all these sort of like famous people who have developed a, a an iconic character. You know, the first one that they made isn't the one that just propelled them to success or whatever. Like, it, it's a huge process. And when you find the one that sticks and the one that does give you the success, you know, he would have had to write countless, countless stories and and comic strips for Garfield. And in the end, he probably just fucking hated Garfield. You know what I mean? Like, but felt like he had to just keep doing it because that was yeah. how he's making a living or whatever. So I think it's natural every once in a while for these people to go down like a darker tangent with it and explore some, you know, some different avenues or whatever. Because... He was
2: stuck making fucking
0: Garfield for like decades. Yeah. I mean, if yeah. you
2: leave Red Garfield, has it ever made you yeah. laugh? Have you ever thought oh not, Garfield? Not once.
0: Not once. It's awful. I watched the Christmas special. I didn't laugh. At, I was a kid as well and I did not laugh once.
2: Yeah, it's not funny. That's because it It's sucks. just not funny. But and, but and so at the he's same had to time, do that for decades. He's obviously I mean he hasn't had to do it, but he's made a lot of money out of it. It must be a great life. He just he <laughs> writes
0: shit that isn't even funny. You draw sucks. a stupid orange cap. I, mean, I don't know if it sucks though. It's not funny, but it was pleasant enough to read. I don't I wouldn't say it sucks. I would just what, say what that it's not, say? Funny. it's not funny. I would say funny. that it's a I would comic say that strip it,
2: that isn't funny, isn't that inherently? I don't f-
0: but but I think that I think that every comic strip it, that appeared in newspapers was not funny. Like it's I've true. never busted a gut laughing at a, co- no. like a comic strip that appears in a paper, except for occasionally The Far Side. Yeah,
2: yeah, was, yeah. was
0: the exception. Yeah, like sometimes sometimes stuff does make you laugh. I mean, the, the, I think people who
1: end up having to do the same old shit every day do hate stuff. Like I remember Arthur Conan Doyle is the, the famous one who hated Sherlock Holmes. He really hated him, and yeah. like. Tried to kill him multiple times and he got really just sick of how. I think he was, in a way, like very jealous. Like, well, I think one of the things that Arthur Conan Doyle said was that, uh, you know, the, one of the worst things that can happen to me in my life is that Sherlock Holmes is what I'm remembered for, kind of thing, or something like this, yeah. you know. Um, you know, and fuck what else? No one knows anything else he did. Yeah, um,
0: and just Sherlock you know. Holmes, and then, and you know, and and he, he's he beca- he's revived time and time again. You know, like now he's popular again because there's a TV show with them. Well, I think that's more to and- do
1: with because Sherlock Holmes is out of copyright now. Do you know what oh, I mean it's one of these things right? before, and so people can make any old shit. That's why there are so many Sherlock Holmes things because all the original books right. and the name is out of copyright. And see that that that's it's it's one of these things that happened just before Disney. And since Disney, everything has been fully locked down on the copyright and no one can pretty much make derivative versions of anything. That's why a lot of the fairy tales as well that are out of copyright are able to be remade again and time and again and again.
0: But in the early early, um, 1900s, like when Disney was starting out, he, there were there were still copyrights on some of the fairy tales. Well, he had a to lot buy, of the Disney stuff a came yeah. from
1: non copyrighted stuff. You know that they used a lot a lot of the big Disney franchises that are now
0: very well yeah. known as Disney were based on stuff that was previously non. I think it was, I think it was Alice in Wonderland uh, was one that Disney wanted to do, and he had to he had to buy the copyright, and reluctantly, it was sold to to Disney, and then the people. Behind the original fairy tale, uh, Alice in Wonderland, were just like, "Oh, f- what have we fucking done?" Like they hated the movie and and everything, and like they just like you know, it was this they something hated that was important. Uh,
2: the Disney, yeah. Pe-
0: Apparently they did, yeah. I, like,
2: I, when I was a kid, that movie was so bizarre, like it was absolutely it, yeah, fucking was. bonkers. But I kind of liked it. I don't know why. I think cause it I was think so surreal. I think I mentioned surreal. this like
0: on a previous podcast, but like the early Disney movies were were super hit and miss. Like some of them, some of them did like exceptionally well, and some of them just totally flopped. But it was oh, wow. it was in the eighties when they when they started re releasing them on VHS. That's right. when. That's when Disney really fucking struck gold. Like, because when most of these movies were released, it was during the war and stuff. Nobody had money to go to the movies. Right. They just weren't appreciated. There's would... other stuff going on, yeah. and a lot of them were just big flops. But now they're just like these timeless classics because all of these like baby boomers bought them on VHS, and you know now they have a Disney collection oh, at how home. About that? On- DVD and shit like that. It's, you, I mean, it, it, do you remember
2: re- Disney went through that stage in the 70s when all they seemed to do was make, I'm sure we've talked about this before, movies. Fuck me. And last time we talked about it, I forgot her cocking name as well.
0: Murder, the, She the, Wrote the, woman. No, No,
2: well, her, but the woman out of um, Science of the Lambs. What's her fucking Jodie Foster, right? Jodie, Jodie Foster. Yeah. I'm sure those Herbie movies were Disney movies. They just yeah. made all these live action fucking movies. Yeah. Uh, I think they would they had no idea what they were doing and, lo- and then along came that ninth, that 80s 90s revival for Disney when they yeah. suddenly realized well, why don't we just make cartoons and stick songs in them and they made shit like The Lion King and all that yeah stuff. yeah and it was it, that, huge.
0: that's it That was their big fucking um, the, the, the thing it was like three movies. it was The Little Mermaid. Uh, the Lion King and Aladdin yeah, were like those the big, the that three the big fucking gigantic movies. But but when they made the Little Mermaid in '89, they hadn't made an animated feature film for like fifteen years or something. Yeah, mm. it's nuts. I think the last one they made was like the Jungle Book or something, and then God Walt Disney damn. died, and then they didn't do any after that. And they like realized the no one
2: else could draw in the whole of Disney. They were like, "He did no, all the drawings." Yeah, they're like, "We have this
0: animation studio, and none of these fucking guys can draw. Oh, what the what fuck? do we do? Get Jerry <laughs> yeah, Foster?" It's weird. Yeah, I read a lot about I read a lot about Disney. I was interested, like, in the whole story, and it's 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 a good like if you. Look up a bunch of stuff on Wikipedia and how Disney has changed and stuff. It's 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 interesting. I'm sure I mentioned all this before. Mm. I don't want the, to talk like, about it
2: too The thing is, when I grew up in the like the the like I only really remember the 80s. I don't remember much of the 70s at all. But when I when I, in the 80s, it was just Star Wars, Indiana Jones. That was yeah. it. Like
0: that was my yeah. obsession. Was they re released all things. of the um, Star Wars stuff, it, it all of the original Star Wars movies into theaters. Because I remember seeing, I remember going to see Return of the Jedi when I was really young in, in theater. And I think all the other ones too. I must have been like eight or nine years old. Right. So, when um, what
2: year would that have been? Because I, I saw those the first time around. Because I think, because yeah. I turned 41 like eight, this month. In like 20 days, I turned
0: 41. Yeah, yeah. It was like 80, I guess it was like 86, 87 okay. that I would have probably seen them when they were re released yeah. in, in theaters. Yeah. So, because that was when like that. they you didn't used to
2: be able to buy movies on VHS for like a decade no. after they came out. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I remember you go to the video store and there'd be nothing. And then oh finally, shit! The turnaround
0: time now is insane. It's crazy. It's like two weeks after it's it's not in theaters. It's like on iTunes and everything. Like, and it they costs just...
2: like two hundred quid to buy Star Wars on VHS when it, when they very first yeah. came out. Because I'd go in the video store and they'd have the videos there, and you could buy yeah. the video, but it would cost you a fucking fortune because the idea of yeah. home viewing and everything was see- like uh, the movie theaters were still terrified. What if people want to watch it in their houses? They won't buy popcorn anymore. And they, uh, I mean, it's amazing well, uh, how much yeah. has changed. You look at Netflix now and all this oh, kind of stuff. Oh, Yeah.
0: It's nuts. Like, uh, yeah, it's crazy. I remember like, I remember being a kid and going to like the video s- store. We had this place called Jumbo Video. Right, Had like a big elephant in like the logo and stuff. <laughs> so you'd go to Jumbo Video and it was this huge store, like, you know, you're talking like the biggest blockbuster you've ever been into. And there was free popcorn. There was a popcorn machine. So you could like fill up a little bag full of popcorn. And as you walked around and picked what movies you wanted to rent and stuff, you could, you're could you like eating popcorn. Wow. There was an adult section in the back with a door that wow. said like adults only. And there was like a big video game se- section. So like all like NES games, like Sega, Genesis and, and whatever, like Super Nintendo. And, like, it was a big thing. Like, on a Friday night, we'd go, like, after yeah. after school, after dinner, drive down to the movie store. My parents would rent, like, oh a bunch my of God, movies. That must have been, like, heaven as a kid. I can imagine, it like, the feel. Yeah, they had, like, you know, rent rent six for the price of like three or whatever so i would get like a couple of games to like last me the weekend and stuff and that was just like it was like a pretty cheap way of like keeping your family yeah, entertained for like a weekend it do was you know what when,
2: when i used to come over from the uk to the states one thing that always surprised me in the uk when you hide a vhs tape it was in like this protective fucking attache case sized box <laughs> right. that yeah. had the cover and everything yeah and when we went to the states they were just in like a little card sleeve that fit right yeah. over the the, the tape. And I was like... Yeah. Aren't they, aren't they? worried about what'll happen to the precious copy of Terminator <laughs> uh, Two? Because I remember we had it. I was like, "What is this? Is this? It's just in like a sleeve, like a torn-up cardboard sleeve." I couldn't believe it. it was, I couldn't believe it. It's culture shock. Complete culture shock. Remember,
0: please be kind. Rewind. Remember yeah, the stickers. Yeah. <laughs> you had to rewind your, your VHS tapes before you took them back. Don't and be sometimes a dick. If you, rewind some places, this flick. if you didn't rewind them, yeah. they'd charge you. Yeah, they'd be like, uh, no rewind Yeah, feed. you returned a copy of uh, of of Predator and it was not rewound so we've had to charge you 25 cents but
2: you had rewound big wet asses four so we'll let you <laughs> up <laughs> <laughs> big wet Ass is four.
0: yeah jesus yeah God. fucking video stores they're all gone now every last one is gone yeah. blockbuster i remember i somebody retweeted a tweet from blockbuster from like it was like 2006 or something. And Blockbuster was like, share with us your worst experiences with Netflix. Like, all the good <laughs> ones get a free rental from Blockbuster. Down with Netflix. And now it's like, all right. Peace out, oh, Blockbuster. It's you're so gone. Tragic. I do yeah, wonder yeah. why
2: they never got in on like that themselves. Like, the, the whole Netflix. Because you remember, like, it, uh, what was it called? Love Film, I think. You used to get a DVD in the post from Love Film. And I think Netflix did the same thing, and Blockbuster never really did it.
0: No, they just didn't keep up with the times. You know, they had all of these franchises, stores, money, everything, and they just didn't invest any of that into future-proofing their business. Well, here
1: you go. In 2000, Netflix offered to be acquired by Blockbuster for $50 million. Oh, my God. But Blockbuster declined. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Talk.
2: I mean, I want to know which guy was like, no! This will never catch on this internet and all these DVDs. Oh, garbage. Tape. Tape is the future. Really? <laughs> Cro- the old I business I mean, man. back then,
1: Netflix was, it was like a DVD delivery yeah, service, yeah, right? Yeah. At that point. It was like, it was done all through the mail and stuff. And I think it didn't have those letterboxes that you should drop your DVDs off or whatever in. Yeah. You remember Well, you could post them I back. Thought-
2: like it came with a reversible sleeve. So you took it out. And then you reversed the sleeve and it had the return address on the other side. So you you got your thing, you opened it up, you took out your DVD, you watched it, you put it back in, you flipped the sleeve over, taped it down again and sent it off. And that was it. You just posted them back. And then, and the best thing was you could keep them as long as you liked up to a certain point. And then when you send them off, that's when they send the next batch. If I went into Blockbuster's corporate HQ, was like, guys, I've got this great idea. And you pitch that to them. It's like, you know, the way you want to get people into your store. Uh, well, how about if we just sell them the DVDs directly, they, they just rent them directly. They're like, well, well, they won't be in the store buying the Ben and Jerry's ice cream and, and huge two litre thingies of Coca-Cola. So we're not yeah, interested. Well, I think yeah. that was it. They yeah. obviously, a lot of their margin must have come from the other shit they sold you in the store. And the idea of losing that was terrifying. And they, I mean, I guess yeah. they couldn't do both because if you suddenly look, but they should have diversified. They just said, you know what, fuck it. Nobody's going to want to walk into this grimy video store
0: when they could get it delivered to their house. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, that's the thing. You go in there. If you go in there, it, like if you went in there on a Friday, I used to work at Blockbuster. I actually worked at two Blockbusters. I worked at one in, in Jersey um, when I was living over here. And then I worked at one in Orleans when I was living back in in Ottawa. And when I heard the Blockbuster had gone bankrupt and, and they were going under, I wasn't surprised at all. Because both of these Blockbusters that I worked at, you know, 4,000 miles away from each other, we both run so horrendously by the people that yeah. worked there. Like, like I, the one that I worked at in in Jersey had like three different managers because the other ones got fired for stealing, like yeah. money from the safe. Yeah, you they know, were like
2: super dodgy. I don't know what why. What the
0: fuck? And then the one in the one that I worked at in Ottawa was like wasn't much better. I think like one one of the guys, one of the guys that was running the place uh, was like under investigation for some sort of sexual harassment or something. (laughs) And then, and, but like the same shit was going on, like tons of theft. Like, you know, people like, like you, you just watch people walk out of the store at night and they'd just be like bags full of like two liter bottles of Coke and stuff. And you're like, it, you didn't pay for that, like, but they just well, uh, whatever, well, you know. Like, we used to get free rentals and stuff.
1: I guess it's, it's like
0: it was crazy. I
1: think yeah. it's a weird thing. It's a little bit like the whole uh, like psychology of if if something's if something's clean already, it's easy to keep it clean, right? If if somewhere's like really really clean and nice, people will, will not make it dirtier. But as soon as it starts getting like a messy and yeah. shitty, it will add a, so much more shit. Yeah. And I think like in a way, like the seedy nature of the fact that you have to lend these. Tapes and boxes of cassettes to people and they come back from their house and they go out to their house again and out. You
0: know, it's almost like these discs have been touched and Solid. handed around. Yeah. Oh man. We we had like we had like a common thing in both stores yeah. was with video games, okay? It was like PlayStation games. You'd get a PlayStation game back, you'd check it in, you'd open the box, and the disc wouldn't be the right game. <laughs> it would be like So they kept like the good game, like FIFA fucking 2002 or whatever, the new game. They keep the disc, but they would return the box with a disc in it, hoping that you wouldn't check with like a PlayStation 1 game in there, like, you know, like Time Cop or something like that. And then you try to get a hold of these people and they wouldn't answer their phone or they would change their number or something. And they, they would just steal from you. Like they would just... Legi- legitimately get away with stealing like from Blockbuster, and there's just nothing we could do. We never like, follow I think it that's,
1: that's obviously like a classic thing, though. It's like it's like it's like an understood thing that that's 25 percent loss or whatever. Yeah. Uh, part like like gr- I don't know what they call it, grind or something, or or churn they call it or something. Yeah, yeah know, I know, think like churn maybe. The I can't acceptable remember. loss or whatever. There's some weird yeah. like terminology to do with it, and I think that's something something's always been dealt with. But it's so deep. I can imagine why the Blockbuster stores. Became like a little bit seedy and a little bit dirty because of that very nature. I mean, it's the opposite, polar opposite, somewhere like Apple, which is the products are so crisp and clean, and you know, that you don't set, they never sell secondhand ones, do they? Do you know what I mean? of course. And so, as a result, that whole store and that whole mantra becomes very crisp crisp and clean as well, and that it feels
0: very. But 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 going to a video store wasn't like a, 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 a nice experience either. Like the one that I described before, where you get the popcorn and stuff, when I was smaller. That was pretty good, but like when I was working at Blockbuster, like on a Friday night, it would just heaving in there because there was no alternative. Like if you wanted to, if you wanted to watch something that wasn't available to buy straight away, you had to go rent a movie. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So and then so like Friday night at like five o'clock, there'd be like a fucking line out the door, and like you can, I I think that's why like iTunes and Netflix part of why they became so popular as well because nobody wants to fucking stand around waiting to like watch like. Notting hill like you know they, they turn up at like five o'clock so they make sure that they can get one of the thousands of copies that we we had in at the time because they would just like all rent out like almost instantly like a new release or whatever and then they'd have to stand in line for like an hour with like fucking tired kids and stuff wait just waiting to like get to the checkout you know, they didn't have any self checkouts or anything like that. You just had to wait in a line and stuff. And it's like, oh my god! You could see that, like the whole thing. I, I'm I'm surprised they didn't see it coming. Like I, I I can't imagine that anybody that ran that company didn't sort of look at it and just say, "Fuck, maybe we got to do something different." Like this can't this is, can't go on like this forever or whatever. But obviously they didn't because <laughs> now they're gone. <laughs> it's just nuts. Damn. Yeah. Uh, that was a, that was a really
1: good long. Weird little discussion I really enjoyed, actually.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was nice that it wasn't just about balls and dicks as well.
1: Yeah, we moved on to like, yeah, we some managed to, interesting to, we chat. We managed
0: to actually have an interesting chat about something that probably nobody gives a shit about, but... Very likely, Sips. Being old people, we like that, so. Do we have a bodega? <laughs> we do. Is it part 19-o? It's part 18. 18-o. Bodega. Part 18. I
2: don't like it, said Bodega, glaring out of the viewport on the bridge of the Disco Volante. He stood, hands on hips, shaking his head, staring at his hideout that sat motionless in the small asteroid field. Maybe she's on vacation, said Nebish. I don't think so. She'd have told me, replied Bodega. He ran his hand down one side of his face, then the other, and Nebish thought for one moment he'd seen a tiny spark fly from Bodega's stubble. Nebish trusted Bodega's trouble sense more than he trusted the ship's sensors. He may have been a computer nut, but he also believed that evidence spoke for itself. Bodega was never wrong. If he thought there was trouble, there was trouble. End of story. Want to send Varu aboard? Check it out? Asked Nebish, cocking his head. Ain't fair to send him out there just cause he's a robot, Neb, said Bodega, turning and walking towards the cargo hold. He is a robot though, why risk a life? He ain't a robot. He's a friend of mine, said Bodega. And that's that. Fine. Wish we had a drone or something, sighed Nebish. We'll go, called Bodega, and Rab too. And with that, Nebish could hear him readying his lasgun. Five minutes later, they filed out of the Gretham insertion shuttle. Rab had his gore hammer ready, Bodega his Laz rifle, and Nebish his needle pistol. Reed had been needed back at Corporate HQ for some big meeting, so he wasn't present, and Varu was staying behind on the Gretham. Sheila! Sheila! Called Bodega, rifle raised. Reckon she'd take off! Been away for a few weeks, man, said Rab, checking the corners of the docking port while sipping from a can of spatial brew. The base wasn't large Mm. enough to accommodate the Disco Volante, but if there was trouble, Rab was glad they hadn't put all their eggs in this one basket. Something else I'm worried about, said Bodega. Paulus, bristled Rab, raising his hammer slightly. I got a message from Tan a couple days ago, said Bodega. Said he'd wired me the money up front. Half a billion squirrels, Rab. That's the kind of money makes a friend an enemy. ''Where did you find Sheila anyway?'' asked Nebish. ''Recruitment agency?'' ''Couldn't think of anyone I knew that would want to push papers and make scoffy all day,'' said Bodega, ruefully. ''Flarv! What if she's done a runner with the skrells?'' asked Rab. ''If she did, I'll find her,'' said Nebish, smiling. ''Let's check the office,'' said Bodega. They carefully moved through the cramped base, checking corners and angles, wary and ready for battle. ''You guys check Sheila's office. I'll check mine,'' said Bodega. Rab and Nebish began turning over papers on Sheila's desk. Nebish began checking her computer. As Bodega entered his office, he saw a note pinned to the whiteboard, a piece of paper folded in two. On the front it said, Bodega, so Bodega lifted the folded flap. He heard a tiny snick sound. Behind the flap, embedded in the whiteboard, was a small green disc about the size of his palm. It had a digital readout on the front that flashed into life, displaying red numbers, 00.04. That's a bomb then, thought Bodega calmly. When everything was about to go (laughs) FLAVY, Bodega's mind became tranquil. This was partly a gift and partly training. He'd also been in these kinds of situations so many times that he was able to assess each one with the detached nonchalance of a man mowing his lawn in his dressing gown. First things first, thought Bodega. Gotta seal this room. He glanced left and saw Rab about five meters away. Their eyes met for a split second and Rab instantly knew just how FLAVY things were about to get. That big Tartanian Lug had the instincts of Zark Poe the Ingenious Leopard. Bodega slapped the big red emergency vacuum seal button, and the door between him and Rab slammed shut with a surprisingly loud hiss and a hearty clonk. 00.03. Bodega began breathing as rapidly as he could. He was getting as much oxygen into his bloodstream as possible, because pretty soon he was going to have to empty his lungs, and last time he checked, three years ago, they still hadn't found a way to make space breathable. While he was doing this, he thumbed the wide-angle blast switch on his last gun and turned towards the viewport at the back of the office. Zero, zero point zero 00.02 This was the spare second. Some more breathing. <laughs> Bodega could see a small, car-sized asteroid behind the base through the viewport. He leaned backward as much as he could and raised one leg in the air like he was about to start some kind of crazy drunken marching. He raised the rifle. Zero, zero point zero 00.01 Bodega exhaled as hard as he could until he started to see stars around his peripheral vision. He pulled the trigger on the lasgun. The rear of the room vanished in a blinding flash, and Bodega was blasted out into space along with everything around him. His desk, a moldy cup of coffee, paperwork, his computer, a chair, 00.00. zero, point zero, zero. The tiny charge went off behind him, but Bodega was already traveling so fast he never felt it. He felt all the moisture on his tongue evaporate, and his eyeballs began to freeze over. He couldn't really see much of anything, and for the first time he heard real silence. The true, total silence of the void. He also saw that asteroid coming up real fast at his 12 o'clock. He brought his feet together so he looked like some kind of insane cowboy missile system in flight. His scram boots maybe had enough juice in them to slow him for impact. When the asteroid was scary close, he fired the boots by tapping the heels together just so. The g-force of the deceleration brought more stars to his already clouded vision, but a moment later he landed on the asteroid, a tiny plume of dust and pieces of rock erupting at his feet. He was about 5 seconds into this unwanted spacewalk, and he knew he had around 10-15 to 15 seconds left before he blacked out. He turned carefully to look back towards the base. One side of it was spewing gas into the void, and it listed badly, tumbling slowly so that it was about to go end over end. He could see the Disco Volante parked up around a kilometre away. He had to cross that distance soon, or he was going to die of being in space. Being in space was farving awful. (laughs) It was insanely cold, but he could also feel his skin burning badly from sunburn. His tongue was bone dry, his eyes freezing over like a windshield on a frosty morning. He was also starting to see beads of blood spill out into space, presumably from his body. Hell, he needed that red stuff inside him, he was pretty sure. Keep it together, Pard, he told himself. (laughs) Bending down carefully, he reached into his sock and pulled out a tiny shock charge. These things were mostly used for building entry. The blast was shaped so that a wave of force could be thrust through a wall to stun people on the other side. If he could plant the charge facing outwards, it might be able to get this little roid moving towards the disco. He slapped the charge on a spot he felt pretty sure was in line with the ship and ripped the go cord. A moment later, it went off silently and Bodega noted with detached interest that the roid was now rocketing through space towards his ship, but was off angle by about 20 degrees. Close enough, maybe. He saw the Gretham spiral out of the dying station and begin burning away. The Disco fired up his engines, and he saw it turning rapidly on the spot like a carousel, Varu looking for him. No time to run a scan, the robot was eyeballing it. Five seconds left, till Bodega blacked out. The Disco was around half a click now. He fired his lasgun wildly into space, trying to get Varu's attention. It worked. The Disco froze for a moment, then burned hard towards him. With the last of the juice in the scramboots, Bodega launched himself off his rocky steed and held one arm out in front. He guessed because his brain was saying, BARD! That ship is moving awful fast towards you, as he began to black out (laughs) before seeing Varu in the cockpit of the Disco, and then nothing. Bodega awoke, feeling swollen and extremely flavy in his bed aboard the Disco Volante. His friends gathered around him like a bunch of old grandmothers. Bodega sat up stiffly in bed. He looked around the room, blinked his scratchy eyes a few times. Okay, we got a new mission, fellas, he rasped. I've decided I want to get my
1: dog back. The end.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, (laughs) bodega.
1: Bodega. Oh, that was go. That was that's a good one. That was tense. Oh, I like. I like. uh, I think I I like countdown
0: episodes like (laughs) that. love a good countdown. I love a count.
1: Love a good countdown. countdown. I like a countdown. I like the space. I like the space bit. I liked I think I just like the words you choose for stuff. Like I really like the way Rocky stuff, Steed and like, stuff. Yeah, there. and stuff like like the disco volante burned towards him. That's like really nice kind of like space space description, yeah. isn't oh, it? It's really, really, thanks. really um really kind of like succinct, you yeah. know? Really nice. Nicely chosen. Not wasting too many words. I I like it a lot.
0: While we're on compliments, man, I saw a picture of you the other day and I thought, you know what? This guy would look great in like a calendar. (laughs) Next to no clothes on. I think I'd have to wax my
2: forearms to get in Lewis's calendar. Apparently, he likes a a shorn, a shorn arm.
0: It's not going to happen. Yeah, you'd have to smear vitamins all over yourself. That is a thing.
1: All right. Well, listen. Thank you, everybody, for this this travels podcast this week. I hope you um, hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next time. Thanks. Cheers. Peace.